for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Dun, 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 dun. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, August 20th, 2013. This is episode 95 of Tag of the Androids. Every Tuesday evening, we join right here together on this hangout, and we talk about Android. I'm Ali. Joining me this night, evening, we got Eric on Skype. Eric, what's up? Hello, Matt. Hello, Eric. Good morning. Good evening. We're live. Hello. Fantastic. We also have Nick. Carol, what's up, Nick? We got a bunch hey. of... <laughs> Audio, Hello. good. We got a bunch of yeah. birthdays. I don't even know if you guys want to say that, but Eric, we also have Shane. Happy birthday and welcome, Shane. Hey, guys. Uh, <clears throat> glad to be back after too long a delay. Too long, too long. Seth, also back from even longer of a delay. What's up, Seth? Hello, everybody. Good to be back. Father Seth, good to have you. And a birthday <laughs> yesterday. That's right. And yeah, also birthday, yeah. we have Steve Geralt. Is that right? Geralt? Did I say that right? No, I was just messing with you, but yeah, okay. they're all right. <laughs> Sounds good. Birthday, I wish it was. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Steve's from my Android group. We have this awesome Android team of Resistance members all over Montana, and I think, didn't you start that, or you, you got in early on? I got in early. I was like day three of Ingress or something. Nice. Just holding down that area. <laughs> How did so. you find out about Ingress? Are you like really into Android? Uh, were you really into Android before this, or is is Ingress your you know your big thing that you do with your phone? No, I'm just all into Android. Whatever you know, some Google rolls something out new, I gotta have it. What's your uh, daily? What do you use? I've got a Galaxy Nexus, and currently using CM 10.2. Nice. Is your GNX on Verizon? It is. I got my unlimited data, and I'm not moving. Isn't that weird? Me too. Me too. And there's nothing. So I, yeah, I go sell ahead. Verizon for a living, so kind of hard to move away from Verizon at this point. Do you really? Interesting. When yeah. will we see the Moto X on Verizon? Because I think that's what I'm waiting for. Maybe. I don't know. I heard the end of the month, but they don't <laughs> tell us anything to the last minute. Nice. That's helpful. So, like, when people ask questions, you can be like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you see the sign yet? I did get a Verizon email that was like, "Hey, our droids are here finally. If you want one of those three new droids, these are the droids you're looking for. These yeah. are in my email box." Well, that was kind of a misstep, wasn't it? Yeah, you thought it's release should... these four devices at the same time and make people choose. Well, I thought you meant like misstep on Google's part for not putting that email into spam instead of putting it in my inbox. But yeah, you're also correct <laughs> in that, and the and the X if they're gonna gonna get that, which they should, I believe. Uh, Seth, give us a phone of the moment since you've been gone for for a minute. What what's what have you been checking out? <laughs> Android. Well, I was? think I mean, I'm sure you guys have been talking about this. I haven't been here for a while, but it seems like uh, the Moto X is probably the phone of the moment, right? I think you probably can all agree with this new accessories that are coming out. Uh, I mean, I guess there's some. I didn't uh, 
didn't Samsung just announce the like biggest phone of all time or something like that, like a six-inch Mega or something, or what was that? Yeah, on AT&T, the Mega 6.3 720 display. Yeah, but it's it's not terribly uh, up to date as far as like uh, processor. I can't remember what it is. Is that yeah, in the you know, here's, is that in the Note family what or what? Or is it just a Sam another Samsung device? It's another Samsung it's just, device. It's not yeah. a Note or anything like that. It's a new. No, here's what I'll say about this though. I'm surprised at the amount of people I see like just you know, like I was traveling a lot this month on planes or, you know, just walking around with it, have, like, the notes, these giant phones. Um, uh, even in America, I know that I know they're more popular in Asia, but uh, even here I see a bunch of people walking around with these giant notes, and they seem to like them. I don't know. But, I see a lot of Note 2s up here. Yeah, like, it doesn't it doesn't appeal to me that that's just such a big phone, but there must be some sort of market for that. But yeah, I don't my, know. my wife, she currently has an S2, and uh, she wants to get the Note 3. When it comes out, like, mm. oh my god, it's huge upgrade. So yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, I think I think really the only phone that people are actually probably care about at the moment is the Moto X, um, which and again, man, I'm sorry if I'm repeating stuff, but surprisingly, it sounds like um, uh, even with the sort of you know mid range to upper mid range specs that it has, people are really really liking it and think that's sort of an interesting phone. Yeah, and we kind of uh, talked about I, that with a, one of the engineers yeah. wrote a question and answer about like all the questions about the processor and why they didn't go this high yeah. end. And it sounds like everything they've done is going to make it you know keep up just as good, if not better. The only thing I was worried yeah, about with that is how are how are custom ROMs going to function, or are you even going to want something like that? Because I don't know. Yeah. That seems like a lot yeah, of extra work two, to to make it. work I have two with more the things chip. I'm going to say here. One, uh, just a quickly on the on the on the Moto X itself is, you know, a lot of things they said they did for battery life, and I, I think the Moto X would be a lot more appealing and actually more compelling if you were getting, like, Razer Max battery life. You know what I mean? If, if it actually, if all their, like, eight-core sort of mumbo-jumbo, uh, you know, uh, marketing speak when it's really not eight cores, they're sort of lying about some of that stuff, or, you know, double speak. I mean, some of that would be more compelling. You could let some of it slide a little bit more than, than you actually want to. If you're getting Moto, if you're getting Razer Max uh, battery life, but we're not, we're getting maybe a little bit better than sort of like you know super high end phones. You know, it's maybe maybe a little bit better than the Galaxy S4, maybe a little bit better than the One X um, or the HTC One. And so it's like you know uh, that you know some of this some of this speak about oh yeah this we made these you know trade offs. I don't know if I really buy that that much. The other thing I'll say is that. You know, this whole idea that the spec war is over, a lot of people have been saying that, that, that the Moto, Moto X has now pro- proved that the spec war on Android and other phones is, is over. I don't think that's the case either. Uh, I think they, this Moto X has shown that you can make a good phone for the moment um, with sort of upper to mid-range specs. But I think within a year, and this seems to happen all the time, you know, when the Nexus 7 came out, although it's maybe a trim support, but whatever... When Nexus 7 came out, it was it was super fast, or seemed fast, and then you know a year later it sort of was slowing down. And again, that might be trim support, but um, I think that buying the highest end processor you can get, the highest end phone you can get, will give your phone an extra six months to an extra year uh, of not seeing it slow down. That you don't think it's wasted? Doesn't this phone show that there is a lot of wasted process capability out there? Yeah, yeah, I think there is a lot of wasted right currently, right? But then the 
the argument is that you know in a year that wasted processor will be used 100 percent. You know what I mean? Or maybe in a year and a half or something. Uh, and so maybe well, you, uh, especially people who are worried about shorter contract terms or longer contract terms, people who have like unlimited data or something. Yeah. What, Eric? Um, well, just remind ourselves that the only people that have this phone right now are like some, you know, like a handful of tech reviewers and things like that. Right. We, yeah. This phone hasn't proved or shown anything. Like it, mm-hmm. because it's not out yet. And honestly, we probably. We probably won't know if it if it you know proves anything for a few months after it releases at, mo- at you know at least. Um, Steve but I, will I know. sort of agree with you, Seth. Though I'm just yeah. one phone does not mean that the entire like spec wars thing you know is is gone and doesn't make sense and isn't needed anymore. I, I think this is like an experiment, but it it hasn't. It hasn't even been released yet, so we Does, can't really draw any conclusions. Doesn't it feel there will always be specs though? Yeah, right? but nerds just focus on the specs of the processor. But normal people might care the specs of the size, how long the battery lasts, how fast I can download stuff, what apps are on there. I mean, that, those are specs. They're just different than yeah. What the they real think ner- about is specs. what if this same phone same phone came out with like a six a Snapdragon six hundred or a Snapdragon uh, eight hundred, for example. Also, you know, if you're on Verizon, Verizon, you do have the option of getting, you know, the next Droid Max, which basically is the Moto X, but with nearly twice the battery life. So, it does seem like it'd be an interesting experiment to conduct if you if you could somehow sell half of the people one that said the true processor, here's what it is, and another one that said it was like this crazy new Motorola like eight core true you know and and then see if the the placebo is really there and if the people that think they got the faster processor when they're actually using it if they're like oh man this is so much so much faster it's all in the marketing in the in your head we have the placebo effect it's called the iphone well (laughs) (laughs) but i I want to say say about selling oh i was going to say about selling iphones and stuff in the store you know because I deal with it every day, having to deal with giving regular people specs versus giving them what's actually going to work for them. And, you know, the thing they pound in, you know, all the sales rep training is just that is never mentioned processor cores, never mentioned RAM. You want to talk about this battery is going to last you this long. You want to talk about these are the apps that are available. So I think Motorola is doing something really smart with this you know, Moto X in that they're capitalizing on the same thing that's been working for Apple. And while, yeah, you're right, they have a placebo on those iPhones, this is actually legit hardware you know, a good operating system, and then pair it up with something that's pointed at consumers and not just geeks who, you know, like to, to check out the specs on them all the time. Yeah. Am I the only one who wants a Moto X with a wooden back? Yes. <laughs> yes. Probably, yeah. I, 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 think be, I, don't, no. I think that would be awesome. I think that's actually one reason why the battery is what it is, because they can't, this, the uh, cases will probably be all different configurations. So maybe they couldn't fit as much battery in there to account for the case. Just disappointing. But, but yeah. I think it's 24 hours. What's disappointing about that? Supposedly. Allegedly. Well, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't, yeah. Are you yeah, skeptical we'll about the 24-hour mark? Well, I have I we yet seen a yeah. phone that's matched anything close to that besides the Razer Max? Uh, you, you, I don't know. I also think the Moto X is going to come down in price once they work out the bugs of the factory. Yeah, if the Moto X was five hundred dollars, four fifty up contract, four hundred dollars up contract, would be much more interesting. What do you think about updates on it? Having all of this extra special stuff, is it going to be just as bad as trying to push updates to like TouchWiz or, or Sense? No, 
I you, think it'll be a little better so. than HTC's, you know, sense because I don't think they have any <laughs> practically anyone left. <laughs> so uh, well, you know, Matt, you know, the Google Play editions of the Galaxy S4 and the HTC One, they all had um, they had some extra features in there. I think they had like boom sound and stuff, and they got that that update was fast. There's recent one. This was it well, 4.3? Yeah, but that's that has nothing to do with like a completely off chipset that it's using. Like the Moto X is the only phone that's using this specific or are the Ra- are the Maxes also using this? This X8 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the same chip in all of them. Exactly. Oh, okay. They're practically so, identical. Hmm. That would be interesting to see if like how they you'll maintain see, their updates. You'll see quick updates with this. It's not going to be like sense. I kind of yeah. I I don't know if maybe I misunderstood this when I was reading all the stories, but it seems to me like they're not going to. So there was like some stories last week saying that um, there's not going to be a Google Play edition of the Moto X, um, and a lot of that stuff kept churning over the past week or two. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me that you wouldn't have a link to the Moto X in the Google Play Store, and then when you click on that, it takes you to the Moto X customizer or maker, well, and you can make your own Well, aren't they selling it? They're still going to have it in the Play Store, aren't they? That's, I, I think that's the big question mark. It's and just then not going to be a Play heard... version because the, the stock Moto X as it comes is supposedly close enough, right? Stock plus, well, maybe, it, but... Close enough, but are they? Is that what they're going to be advertising it as? Close enough. The, the Moto X maker <laughs> is not is going to be, I think, AT and T exclusive at least at the beginning. Like this just plus, seems plus. like, like it seems like the advertising people took you know full control of this entire project and doesn't make any sense to me. No, no, no. no. I, I think it makes I think it makes total sense. They're, they're going with one carrier, small rollout. This is to work out all the kinks in the process. Um, to make sure because this is a brand new factory, this is a brand new customization. This is all brand new. Not even you know when the iPhone came out, they didn't you know they didn't have millions and millions of those sitting in factory in the warehouses either. So this is really a slow rollout. In about two or three months, you're gonna see it ramp up. Um, there'll be a link in the Play Store. You'll probably be able to buy it in the Play Store and go to the Moto X Maker, and it'll you know it'll be fine. But this is a real soft launch of the phone, I think. Yeah, I see uh, Google trimming a lot of fat in, in various ways. Like, like we hear a lot of reports that the new Nexus 10 is not going to be Samsung. It's likely going to be Asus. So you may just have one tablet manufacturer, and then you may just have one smartphone manufacturer, Motorola. And I think this is their method of bringing it in a little closer instead of, like, three or four different manufacturers. They're just going to bring it in. So I think they're going to go Qualcomm Snapdragon in everything. And... Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if just a Moto X, you know, just comes straight out the door out of the Google Play Store. They can sell it as a, you know, the next generation of Nexus experience, or I don't know. But yeah, there's been a lot of crosstalk in that issue. What exactly are they going to do? I don't think anyone really knows right now, at least as far as I can tell. Did you I think guys? It's a new phone, a new category. You know, and EV leaks yesterday on Google Plus posted that there's going to be a Nexus Five that's Motorola. They, he kind of kiboshed the uh, the LG version of it and said it was going to be a Moto Nexus 5. So that's, you know, I think this Moto X is going to be a whole different animal from a, from a Nexus or anything else. It'll be cool. I think, to... really cool. I think it's really cool what they're doing. Yeah, I do too. I I'm kind of interested. I want to see some reviews on the camera after it's released, though. Oh, yeah. for the Nexus 5 or whatever? Or no, for the, the for, the Moto, for the Moto X. I mean, you hear people talk about the camera now, but it's not released yet. So until it's released, I'm not, 
you Wait. know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worrying about these camera reviews quite yet. Yeah, and you can say that with all of the stuff that that's been reviewed. It's really just, I mean, it's it's nothing close to real world. This is kind of cool. Did you guys see the Moto X specific accessory? It's called the Skip, and it's supposed to like you can tap your your phone on to unlock it. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a yeah. unnecessary. A NFC. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's more it's... interesting that they actually have accessories out of the gate. Yeah, right. Uh, like, I think there's a desk dock, even maybe a car dock already. Car dock doesn't surprise me because they've been good with that in other models. But, uh, yeah, Sounds anything, like anything else, though, anything else, like a flip cover of a Motorola, Motorola Atrix 2 that never, ever had a flip cover from Motorola, at least. So, you know. I still don't have uh, Matt, a car dock that uses pogo pins for my GNX. <laughs> Pins is think... dead, my friend. Don't say that, Eric. Both my tablet and my phone have them. Don't ever say that. What's up, Matt? For me, I think, I think that these two. There's a, there's two. There's actually two. In my reading, at least, I think I'm I'm not mistaken. Maybe someone correct me here. There's actually a few different accessories that they're coming out with for the uh, Moto X. One of them is this clip that you sort of wear, right? That you sort of touch. Yeah, that's the skip. That's that's. There's another one that like you just put in the car and sort of like the area around you. Then right, Hmm. that you're not unlocking too. That is a built-in feature. It detects that you're in the radius of this like Bluetooth item that you set, like a car or something, and then it recognizes that, and then it unlocks it to where you don't have to deal with the pin lock. Isn't it it a whole other actually? Isn't it also another? Accessory, or is it just this one accessory? And then it's an application. Other... It's called. It's it's not called drive, but it's something with three different functions in it. So it's taking it's what a... you would normally do if it knows, yo, this is your car Bluetooth, and then just adding some functionality to that. Turn it on, play this or whatever you want it to do. It, it's you can software. register safe. Yeah, safe areas via Bluetooth. Exactly what Nick said. So like, you know, you're in your car, you're in your house, you're in front of your desktop, and you don't have to put your pin lock in. You don't have to put your pattern lock in. It knows it's safe there. Yeah, it's the replacement for smart actions. They've sort of split smart yeah. a- actions off into different things, and it's one. Of, it's literally just software that runs on the Moto X, and I think the other Droid uh, items. Is, and you just, hey, I'm in my car. It automatically, it no longer requires you to unlock it. So if you want to say, okay, Google now, blah, you don't have to wow. then un- pin unlock. So. Yeah, I think that that's really forward thinking. I mean, I hate unlocking my phone. I really do. It's such yeah. a mundane it's like, you know, thing, can... though. It's so What's like that? it takes like such a second, though. I like yeah, that we're finding you know, solutions I, like, for these I mean, non. But... Yeah, go ahead. No, but I mean, like sometimes you have to like enter a pin number. You've got a swipe thing. You know, like I my swipe is actually semi complicated. It takes me a good right because you know, you're Ethan from Mission <laughs> my Impossible. Swipe is complicated. And... <laughs> Seriously. Well, it's like for me, if I'm driving to work or driving home, and my wa- wife calls, it's nice to. Not have to do the pin unlock thing because, like, uh, what are you hiding? Are... Hold on, what are you hiding from your wife, Nick? Well, no, I mean, I've my work requires me if I'm gonna like, okay. check mail, like sure. anything. It basically has like these security protocols, right, so I right. can't just use like the what is it, the swipe to unlock stuff. I have to do like punch in a pin. That's the only option I have to unlock it. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So you want to be quickly able to give her the uh, hang up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, you're breaking up. Click. No. 
1999 seems a bit steep though for this yeah. accessory for an NFC tag or I guess it's more it's more than that but yeah it's a it's, it? it's a no it's an NFC tag okay. with plastic <laughs> around it, it. That's all it so is. I the I guess the poor Chinese children what? you know charge them a dollar versus 50 cents it's an NFC like, tag on a two cent plastic clip yeah yeah I mean this it. should be at most, this should be $10. I, this 1999, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. You get it for free yeah. if you build it on the Moto X site. At least for, well, our, for right now. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be, that would be good if you're on AT&T. Like because, you know, it's, just, it's a soft launch. So that's fine. <sighs> Telling you. Eric, I, hold on. I, totally, I totally agree with you guys on all this stuff. But I think about pricing and that stuff. But I think this is the place where... You know, rather than having, like, you know, Samsung totally redo Android from the ground up, right, with the camera and all that junk, they should start doing cool stuff like this where, like, you know, they have Bluetooth accessories where you wear it sort of on your – you put the Bluetooth in your pocket and you don't, you don't have to unlock your phone anywhere around you, you know, or something like that. Or you put – NFC seems that's still like you have to, like, click it every time. That sounds kind of seem dumb. But if you could have, like, little wearable things that would make your phone totally unlockable anytime you picked it up, and only locked as they sort of went out of your radius, stuff like that. I think that's really, I think that's really interesting. I like, I would buy that. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. I think it's a great idea, but I don't think 1999 makes sense. That's the only part I don't think makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Eric. What's but this also is a Bluetooth. Nope. This is just <laughs> NFC. I mean, if they actually made a little Bluetooth thing you carried around your pocket or something like that. What, Shane? Go ahead, Shane. <laughs> I was saying that that's why they added uh, low energy Bluetooth in 4.3. Yeah. I'm sure for all these devices that are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the, the the iPhone will not have NFC. They're going on Bluetooth. So you know, if somehow people can actually make accessories that work with both Android and iOS, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Somehow one day. Uh, let's see. Google Play Services 3.2 arrives. Better Maps. Google Plus Photosphere. Have you guys messed with the new Maps update? I just got it, and uh, the YouTube update is nice. Yes. I thought the YouTube update was amazing. Yeah, yes, I definitely. agree. And then, uh, yeah, the Maps. Uh, Google Plus Sign-In received a new simplified sharing control that can be embedded directly within Apps. Simplifying process of sharing content directly to Google Plus and a smoother animation. Nice. So maybe I missed I, this. So does this does Google Play Services uh, maybe like the last update? Does that mean that anybody running Froyo or above can now do Photosphere? Yes. Or is that uh, still? Oh, really? But some of the other functions. Yeah, yeah the I, device manager and a couple other things. No Photosphere. Not yeah, Photosphere. That, yeah, not that one. The question is, oh. when will our Froyo devices be able to take photospheres? Could you imagine <laughs> how clunky that would be on, like, a Droid X or something? Oh, it'd be horrendous. Well, let's try it. Let's... What, Seth? <laughs> no? Okay. So, Matt, you, you said you were a big Waze user. Did, what did you think of the new Maps update? Uh, I like it. I haven't been using it like I would use Waze. I suppose I should start doing that again. But usually, like GMaps, I just use when I need quick navigation or no to know where uh, somewhere is. Waze was an app I would just leave running all to, all day. But ever since Ingress, I stopped kind of doing that because then I left Ingress running the whole time. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have to mess with it some more. But 
it's it's starting to incorporate some of these cool things from ways. It's it's not like you wouldn't notice it, I don't think. But yeah, I love that they didn't actually have to update the app. It just suddenly started appearing on the. Uh... Yeah, I was driving home from work today, and you have, like what I'm screen sharing right now is a uh, screenshot of what I was looking at. I was like, "Say what?" Yeah. Waze is reporting that there's an incident on the way home. That's what? awesome. I did not expect that. Steve, did you use Waze at all uh, before Google? I'm bought not it? a not a Waze user. You know, Montana, we don't do a whole lot of traffic reports. <laughs> You'd be surprised, though, like where the cops are hiding. I see a lot of that, a lot more of that than any stray buffalo. Or like, yeah, if there's a cow in the road, I'll see that. Sometimes I'll take a picture of the cow in the road and then post it because I'm I'm a good (laughs) wazer. But yeah, Yeah. it's that's I'm excited. Here's one thing I think that this says about Google as a maybe maturing company, right? Uh, It seems to me that. Three or four years ago, Google, Google would have bought Waze and sort of not had any idea what they were going to do with it. But here, Google buys Waze, and within, was it three months? Something like that? Two months? Quickly. They're already inputting you know, Waze's data into their Google Maps program, making it a better program, making a better user experience. Uh, I think this just shows that Google uh, is becoming maybe a little more serious of a company than it was before, right? Uh, anyways... Yeah. Well, and the technology, right, that Waze was built on was easy to import into the APIs that Google was using. It wasn't like some crazy, I don't know, it it seems like they would both be more on par with each other. Yeah, or at least someone at Google thought about that before they just bought Waze, whereas I'm not sure two or three years ago they would have even thought about it. They'd be like, oh, yeah, let's just do this. Yeah, you know what I mean? To, To me, it also shows where Apple is not understanding maps because this should have been a no brainer for them to right. buy ways. They have, you know, $180 trillion in the bank or whatever. And what, what did Google pay? Like a billion or two or something like that? And now there's like yeah. zero reason to use Apple Maps. None whatsoever. Um, and Apple's not going to be able to come. They're not going to be able. I don't know. You, you, can't, you can't have Johnny Ive divide, uh, design a new Maps app that's going to replace all that data. So I think it shows a maturing of Apple, and I don't know if it's arrogance or short-sightedness by Apple at the same time. It's cool, too. It says, and I didn't know this, but if you're using the Waze app, you're going to get Google Street View and satellite images baked into the app, making it easier to connect map errors reported by the community. So that's cool that they're going both ways. So no matter which app you use, you know, you're still getting the added benefit of both Google and Waze together. Who was going to say what? Steve, what? Well, well, I'll say this. I think you guys have discussed it in the past about how, like, Google is like, you know, there's like form and function. Google's got function down pat, and they seem to be learning form quicker than Apple is learning function. Like, good maps. It's right. taken them forever to do that. But like, if you look at Android, just in the last year, it's like, I look, not just function so much better, but looks so much better. So I think uh, Google's doing really good in that respect. Uh, but the the YouTube app I thought was pretty cool. How you picture almost yes. picture in a picture, so to speak. Yeah, and it's, it's so really, smooth. The animation is smooth. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's a big improvement. Now I, I don't know if there's anything related to when Google told uh, Microsoft to beat it with their la- latest uh, YouTube app, but um, the uh, the new version is so far beyond the old one. It's uh, 
It was out of nowhere. I don't think anybody expected it to be that big a change, but it's really good. Well, it's the beautiful thing about now, it did... Go for it, Steve. Oh, I was just going to say, it, it did make my Chromecast act up a little bit yesterday, and it was forced closing a couple times while I was Chromecasting with it, and it just... It, it's going to take a couple updates to get it perfect, but it is beautiful, for sure. Yeah, only just, the comment just, because just briefly you meant... on the... Oh, I'm sorry, go, go on, Eric. No, no, I'm, I'm taking us in a different direction. Finish your thought. Okay, I was just going to say, uh, regarding the whole issue with Microsoft and the YouTube app, I know it's not really on a rundown, but uh, the, the issue that they have is, you know, they're trying to, to build this YouTube app since Google's not going to. And since Google's not building a native app for the platform, it's basically all on Microsoft to build it based off of HTML5. And apparently IE or whatever, they don't do HTML5 that well, but... Uh, uh, I don't. I don't see the situation improving for. Is that for them. weird that they built one for iOS, but they told Microsoft to like piss off, pretty much? It's yeah. almost as if Microsoft doesn't realize the Scroogle campaign could have consequences hmm. yeah. beyond <laughs> beyond weird. what they would expect. Yeah, I think really they're getting Scroogled. I think that's what it is. Actually, what I find kind of funny is Microsoft spent all that money. Talk about how Google targets your their users and sells your privacy. So what are they complaining about now? That Google won't write an app for them that will target and attract their users. That's so awesome. They should Google should totally come out with a Scroogled commercial of their own. Like that, how perfect would that be? But it is hard to develop for a platform that has so few users percentage yeah. wise and not growing fast enough. Yeah. Um, you can't go from 3.5 to 3.7 in a quarter, and most of that at the expense of BlackBerry, and think you're going to get people spending a lot of pla- uh, a lot of time on it. You'd think they would just pay somebody to do that. Well, that's what they are doing for the most part, but you, Google, Google's not going to take their money. And Google's the only one that can make a good YouTube app? I mean... Microsoft's I'm just saying, like, you think... Google, like, take my money! Well, well, you would think they would just find an, a good Android developer and be like, yo, we need a YouTube app. Here's a bunch well, the, of money. The, Do it. The website works fine. Like, the website doesn't show ads, I don't think, right? So I don't know what Microsoft is complaining about. The, the Unless website they're... will... Like if you're looking in IE on Windows RT or whatever, they should... Well, the Flash ads, you're right, that, that probably doesn't play, so I don't know. But, but that, that's a desktop. But the mobile client for Windows Phone... I don't think, which if you go onto the, the web version of it, the mobile website, which is actually going to get this same uh, um, revamp with the picture sliding around in HTML5 uh, on the mobile site, it looks fine. I, I don't think Windows Phone 8 users are losing out on much. Isn't that assuming these. the browser on the phone can render it properly? Isn't that where they're having the problem? Or is well, the browser can, fine? That's, that's on Microsoft. Well, right. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like it's, yeah. All right. I, I think most people have said it's been it's fine. It's I've never, fine. I've never... I'm sure it's fine. All four people that have Windows phones are totally actually Steve, can you, you give us an idea how many like are Windows phones just flying off the shelf or what? Actually in recent days I started selling mad Windows phones. Did you just like challenge they, uh... yourself to like I'm going to only recommend these phones now for a week? They turned up the commissions on them. So. Nice. <laughs> Microsoft's paying more. <laughs> That's what it takes, right? Well, Steve, really? Yeah, we make way more money for selling a, like a Lumia 822 or a 928. I make, you know, almost double from what I do for selling an S4 or a, a Droid Razor or something. Who pays that? And Nokia's then, paying that? Well, I don't know whether it's Nokia, Microsoft, or Verizon, but somebody's, 
They're just reducing the, the cost clearing. on it, right? Actually, Microsoft is probably taking those out of the license royalties it's getting from each Android device sold and then just shuffling it over and huh. paying you guys hey, more. The, are you getting paid different you know devices that... per, like, Android oh, device? Are all Android the no. same, all Microsoft the same, or is it even, like, from company to company, like, HTC will pay different than Samsung will pay different than uh, Motorola? It's, the commissions are the same across all of them, but it's the cost of the device. Hmm. So, but there's sometimes they roll out a spiff where like you know they'll credit you back an extra hundred bucks once you've sold their Lumia for them or something. Huh. So you take that dirty money, no problem. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no problem. Well, pretty much. Like you know, I've worked for CompuSafe for three and a half years and Best Buy for three and a half years as a Geek Squad guy, and the the store essentially, you know, the management center, they want you to aim for the items that have the highest, you know, profit margin. So that's that tends to be what you focus on selling. And, you know, you don't really get a commission in these stores. At least when I when I worked at CompuSafe, there was like a very little spiff we got for selling items, and Best Buy doesn't have that. But you're basically, your incentive is to sell the items that bring the store the greatest amount of profit. I mean, that's what you tend to do if so possible. Steve, does anybody come in there asking for a Windows phone? I mean, or how many of those people do you get? Not a ton, hardly any. You know, and the the customer that we're always putting in the Windows Phone is grandma or it's someone who's going to get an iPhone. A lot of times, I'll transition them away from an iPhone into a Windows Phone. So but why do you? For nobody's a, asked the question. Like, is is do you think Windows Phone is good? And it, it Seth, I think, just said why. So same question, I guess. Yeah, if you, is, is Windows Phone good enough to need, give to grandma? And do you like it? If you need a web browser and an email client and a phone, then it's not bad. And, you know, you look at the cameras on, like, the 1020 and the 922, they're not bad. So, and right now, I mean, they're doing them, like, free for 4G phone or an iPhone 4 for free. You know, what are you going to sell to Grandma? You know, the 4G Windows phone with the sweet camera or an iPhone 4? Some of Moto X. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Maybe the drawer. Amazon a fixed income. Next week or so what are, free what phone. are they coming there and saying their needs are, though? Because, you know... There's no Instagram app for for Windows Phone, right? So, I mean, do they ask for specific apps like, oh, I just want to be able to get on Facebook, I just want to be able to get my email? And do you take an, do you have to take an account where they get their email from? Not really. I mean, you can set up their email on whatever. It, the big thing is just what's what's going to be the simplest for them to use. What's going to make you know what's going to benefit them and me. And yeah. so, if it pays me the most, and I think that it's going to work for them then that's exactly what the company's doing. They're trying to, to... I think that's how they're getting those Windows Mobile numbers that they are, really. Well, that's true, right? Because if you just go based on what pays you the most and you sell a bunch of Windows phones and people end up bringing them back, like, do you keep your commission still or does that get, like, removed? Like, if everyone's bringing them back because they can't figure them out or whatever. In my experience, I've that yet. doesn't change. The Not yet. At least in my experience. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, we were going to talk about the Chromecast when you brought that up. Last week we talked about uh, Kush's new app. Uh, we couldn't think of the name for it. It's called Aircast. I don't think he had one I think it's called time. Allcast these Wasn't days. he making it, though? I thought there was a beta out or an alpha or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I have it. Yeah, I have it, too. I have it on my phone, and I've been playing with it. So it works really well. Um, no, it's self-destruct- mine is self-destructed but already. Yours died already? Yeah. I still got mine. The only... Little thing I've noticed, little quirk, is that if you shoot a video in portrait and then 
you know, you hold your phone portrait and then you go to play it back later, your phone's smart enough to play it back to you in the right direction. The Chromecast was picking up Coach's app and playing it sideways. So I was having all these sideways videos on my TV. But that's yes. just bugs to work out. It's that's really fun. smooth. It works really good at a Dropbox and at a Drive. I, I like it. I wish it would do stills, and I wish it would do animated GIFs. But, you know, that's future updates, I guess. So if you if you cast Google Plus and use and it's showing an animated GIF, will it just break or does it? Right now, the AllCast app, all it does in that app right now is just uh, media. media out of your gallery. Oh, okay, so you and can't actually toss video it and audio. Right, but if you have it at open in a browser, some, you can, right? Yeah, on the computer. Like if you're running desktop Chrome under Windows. Right. Okay. But as far as natively... Yeah, on the AllCast app, it's different, yeah. Right, natively in the app. That's pretty cool, though, still. And there, it's out now for a beta, for testing, free for testing? There was a There's beta a that self-destructed after 48 hours. Oh, is this AllCast one... Is it dead now? AirCast, Looks like Shane's now. was. I still got mine. Can yeah, you download it? It's still named AllCast APK. Yeah, it lets me download it. I, I haven't tried to install it. I don't have a Chromecast or a TV that's HDMI, but that's pretty you cool. You should cast. Yeah, and turn this into it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I should do that. I'm I'm happy that somebody's doing this because I got my Chromecast in the mail like last Friday, and nice. I so disappointing, like so disappointing. I don't see why no like why did it take Koosh to realize that people just want to be able to stream whatever they want from their device to their TV. I don't just want Netflix. I don't just want YouTube. Why can't you just make, you know, why can't you just build it into the operating system? I, I, was, I was really, really disappointed, and I, I was about ready to just put it back in the box until I saw uh, the story about Koosh releasing Aircast. You're saying why doesn't it do that just out of the box natively? Like, yeah! Without this app. Didn't they want people to develop stuff for it, though, or... Isn't that? I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it since, um, like it. They like they implement a whitelist. So like, Koosh hasn't released this uh, app yet because. Well, at first he was saying he wasn't going to release it because um, until Google like whitelisted. Um, right. I think either his app or whitelisted like the uses of his app, uh, and then he just posts one day. Yeah, I spent the weekend. You know, a few hours. Um, reverse engineering some of this stuff so you know here have fun <laughs> it's like it took one guy that doesn't even work at google to realize what customers want right like it's crazy i know seth like seth you seem really like happy with it and other people probably like are it. too um i just i have so many apps that can stream netflix i'm looking for something that does the extra thing i uh, i actually ditched my roku box for this thing and i love it i haven't looked back oh, i can't ditch it yet for amazon instant video yeah, this thing yeah, needs to be analyzed in the video. I, I, Eric, what I what I like about this thing is, I think that it could be uh, great once it gets more apps. I, I think it's totally limited right now, but once it gets Amazon and once it gets you know some some better renting capabilities, so you can rent videos on it. Uh, you can rent. I guess Google Play it. does a good job on that. Yeah, Google Play does an okay job. Um, but uh, you know, but I'm something that could play. Um, what is the what's that Blu-ray? Will it play like rec- MKVs rec- and MP4s that? and all that? No, I'm thinking of like Ultraviolet. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh. Like Voodoo or something like that. Ultraviolet. You know, Ultraviolet is a scam. 
I would be happy yeah, but if... Of, but, I mean, but a lot of Blu-ray, if you buy the Blu-ray, you get the free ultraviolet now. You mean, stuff like that? That's kind of nice, right? I, I don't know. I mean, so, if they're just, including that for free, it doesn't seem like a scam. But Just, just to answer Eric's, you know, why didn't they do it? You see it because most people just want to stream wherever they want on their phones. I don't, I don't think that's true. The, the re- recent survey showed that Roku streaming, which doesn't really do anything like that, was actually being used more than Apple TV. Um, and there's only about 10 million Apple TVs in use and 3 million Rokus. Um, I think. But I, would... most, I think this is for the market of. This is for the 80 million people who have Android phones and then don't have a Roku box and, and all that and to stream Netflix. And Netflix has only got, I don't want to say only, but they've got 23 million subscribers or something like that. That's pretty good, but it's still a big market for streamer, streamers out there. Because even well, before... 35 bucks, I think this thing is amazing. And I do agree with Eric. I wish there was a way to stream my local pictures to it other than the Chromecast. But, I mean, like for my phone, I wish I could just go to my phone... And flip Chromecast this. You know what I mean? thought and they said they were updating. Like the, yeah, I thought they were. I thought I read they were updating the gallery app. That would be great. Like Google. I could stream my gallery onto that. I love that. Yeah, I don't call me on that, but I thought that was red. Uh, I thought I heard the same thing. Yeah, it, 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 it could. I could be, just be a victim of you know the hype. Honestly, like I sat here for two or three weeks, just like, oh my god, when's it coming? When's my yeah, Chromecast you, coming? And or and I was like, oh, it bandwidth. does Netflix. That's neat. I think he's still a victim of just being so let down by the Nexus Q that he's just grasping for anything. You still have like five of those, don't you? <laughs> I I'm I'm collecting them. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a crazy person. I'm gonna collect them all. My my office is gonna be constructed Eric, entirely here, of Nexus Qs. Eric, here's why I love this thing so much, right? So for me, I don't have any right now. I don't have any other sort of like Blu-ray. I don't have any other way to access the internet on my TV. So now mm. I can get. I can play Google Play uh, Music, which I subscribe to. I can rent anything I want off Google Play. I can get Netflix and YouTube, all the things I couldn't get before on my nice big TV. And Seth. now they all happen for 35 bucks. Well, actually, it was 15 bucks because I got the $20 Netflix video. You uh, couldn't just plug in bucks. an HDMI cable from your tablet to your TV and yeah. call it yeah, good that Yeah, I have way. that too for my, I have that for my Nexus crap tablet. Again. No, I'm Nexus, just saying. Nexus. He's like, there's no way I could. Like, that's, I could get like a, any kind of XVID or something in ES File Explorer and then just play that in Mobo Player, and it was on the big screen TV at, at yeah, but What if, no, what what if right. I want to like do something on my laptop when I'm, oh, when I'm watching? Whatever. You don't have the or bandwidth to multitask. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is a great way if I'm just sitting with the phone in my yeah. pocket for me to be able to pick out a playlist to play while I'm having dinner or something like that rather than trying sure. to walk over to my tablet plug it into the HDMI cord I got hanging I have hanging there you know what I mean it's like this is much more slick definitely it, it's entirely possible that I'm not the right market for this because I you know I have I have yeah. a PlayStation 3 360 Google TV I, I used to have yeah. a Roku that was hooked up like I, I I have all these devices I think the TV even has built in Netflix so it it's possible I'm just not the right market. But, Eric, but, but it was Eric, here's a very question disappointing. for you, right? And this is a real question. Isn't it actually worth, if, like, let's say, for instance, you got the coupon, or even 35 bucks, just to sure. be able to use your phone to search for videos? Like, I hate going, when I'm at my parents' house, trying to type in, like, you know, to search for a Netflix video, type, typing it in, it's like the major pain. Or if I'm on YouTube, trying to type in, you know, the funny video that I just saw. But now, with this Google thing, you just use my swipe keyboard, it's like three seconds, and I know... Anyways, when that situation happens, it might I may look back and say, you know what, the the fifteen dollars or whatever was worth it. But yeah. I'm not 
I'm not there yet. I, I it's 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 just another it's another thing attached to my TV that I I never you know go to. Hmm. What were you gonna say, Steve? Hmm. Do you remember? No, I mean this is just it for the easy consumer. You know, you walk into Best Buy, you grab one of these, you plug it into your old TV, and you got Netflix and yeah. everything else. And when they add the functionality to these other videos, like I have to do so much legwork to get a YouTube video on my TV, and for doing stuff that I download, like videos I got offline, I have to set up a DLNA server for my computer. Right. Who's, who mm. does that besides you know us? This just us, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. I, that's a very good point. Is trying to. You know, especially if you have an older TV, trying to get that stuff on there. Eric, have you tried streaming just any other videos just by putting in a Chrome and casting it? Like, that's working for some videos for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's like stuttery and, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work. It's all right, though. I I, I'm, I'm, okay being, I'm okay with being not super impressed. Yeah, the downside about trying to stream it directly from whatever device you have is that you know you're basically using twice the bandwidth, and particularly if you're using a slower device or whatever, you know that it just compounds things. And if you're not using like the best internet router or you've got enough interference, yeah, there's a lot of things that could make that experience uh, less than optimal. So yeah. maybe I would be more bullish box, on it though? if they would finally release the Nexus Seven LTE edition. Just saying. Google, come on. They could be waiting for the FCC on that. Well, just order the Wi-Fi one and you get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You might get so I'm going to go to China and I'm going to keep ordering the Wi-Fi one. <laughs> and keep sending close. them back till you get the right one. Yep, not it, not it. Nice, nice. Has there, isn't even, is, has there been a date announced at all? Still? No. no? Nothing. I'm still waiting. That's weird. Yeah. And they and they said in the coming weeks is it during their announcement in July. What do you think's hold up? Is it deals with carriers falling through, or what is what's the holdup? You you have to get FCC approval, then you gotta get through the carrier. I mean, it's definitely not as simple as throwing out the Wi-Fi. But they're gonna sell it to the Google Play Store, so I'm sure it doesn't matter as far as the carriers. Just in my opinion, unless there's a a lot of them you're selling at the carriers, but but they still have to like make sure it worked with their radios and all that. I, I don't know. Steve will Verizon wow. get one of these. Seems like you would do that before. Uh, apparently, it's going to go to all the carriers. What they said. Well, you know what? The, this is this is actually where. Remember, remember four or five years ago, Google put in that bid for the Spectrum to push it above the FCC rules for making it open. You guys remember when that happened? Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't win a bid, but. Yeah, I know, but like this is why, right? It's because now Google Google can make this device. For all those LTE spectrums, and that's why it's also it's just LTE and not 3G, because it has to be open. Uh, anyways, that's still I, I'm wondering if they even need carrier approval if they can sort of hop onto them whether they want to or not. No, no, no maybe right. You're right. LTE. The, there was something open access on LTE. Right. I forgot about. So that. I think yeah. that's why this is just LTE, is because now well, it's not just can, LTE. Now, it's LTE and HSPA plus. What's that? It's also HSPA+. Plus. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, Which I like, because there's more places in the world with, you know, 3G. Um, you know, you might, if you're driving through Montana, you know, 
with Matt. Oh, right. There, you you're gonna hit. You're only going to hit pockets of LTE. We have LTE all over here. Well, but yeah, every 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 shy little mountain top has a has LTE. Yeah, you just don't get it when you're in the valleys. But is it isn't T-Mobile the only one with HPS PA Plus, and or does AT and T have that also? AT and T as well. Will this work on AT and T's HSPA Plus? Yes. In yeah, fact, yeah. that's where, where you get 3G. You get 3G support on AT&T and T-Mobile, but not Verizon. You get, like, whatever their 2G variant is, and LTE. It's like there's no in the middle. It's 2G or 4G so, or whatever. It has Verizon. edge support? This thing has an edge radio in it? I think that's the minimum it has to have, right? I'm not, I, I'm not an expert on the bands. I just know oh. that there's, like, this... Gap I, between LTE on Verizon and the next yeah, available thing so you can use. I have an LTE radio. EDL maybe. I have an LTE radio on my Chromebook Pixel, and it doesn't drop to 2G edge. It, it's either LTE or nothing. Yep. Yeah, which got me worried in the beginning when it wouldn't connect to LTE. Well, I, Shane, you, you've piqued my curiosity. I, I think maybe between now and the next show, I'm going to um, try to dig up the FCC stuff on this because I thought that before the actual launch, I, I thought that we already saw the FCC filing um, for all the models, Wi-Fi and uh, LTE, because I, I was thinking that that's how, that's how a lot of these rumors were confirmed with LTE was that they saw LTE radios on the FCC uh, paperwork. Yeah, I mean, Apple runs in this, too, a lot of times, right? The cellular versions are always a few weeks after the Wi-Fi version. But there's no, there's no date. Just give us a date. Because I'm, I'm sitting here, like, just being like, okay, I'm not going to buy the Wi-Fi angry, version. Eric. I'm not going to buy the Wi-Fi angry. version. Well, if you sold your tablet prematurely and you were waiting for this next new great one to come out, but you wanted the radio version for... I don't even know why you would want that. Just tether to your damn phone. Quit complaining. <laughs> Eric, do you what go happened? into the slums of Myanmar and complain about not getting <laughs> To all the starving children? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my first world problems, kids. Come gather around. I'll give you some candy Listen, and shoot it. The, 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 the whole first world problem stuff is, is BS. Because it, it's that's what people say when they don't like your argument. They're like, oh, that's a first world problem. What are you complaining about? No, because if your yeah, argument people, was... People starving in Africa listen, doesn't, doesn't no, mean jack Eric, for my Nexus 7 Eric, LTE. Listen, if your argument was I'm starving, I would not say, oh, first world... Your argument is, oh, I can't get my new Nexus 7 with LTE. <laughs> yeah. But that is... There's and, a big diff, dude. Big and diff. That, but that doesn't... That, that has no bearing... Uh, first world problems, other world okay. problems. No, 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 no but it, it's to it's to uh, give you perspective on how unimportant your problem with not having a Nexus Seven with LTE is. That's true. What happens Jane, I have, if I have no? What happens if a gamma ray burst fries all of our LTE antennas? Then it's not going to seem like a pretty big problem, <laughs> is it, Eric? Whatever. That's just your Earth world problems. <laughs> 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 All right, I want to talk about this before we do app picks because this is kind of cool. Ubuntu Edge, the, there's, they're nowhere near the uh, goal. 29 hours left on a $32 million goal. They have $12 million going. But this sounds cool. I don't know, Eric, is this all hype? Because I'm reading through this, and it sounds and looks awesome. I want a I think screen. it sounds cool. I want a screen that only a diamond can scratch instead of, like, something in my pocket scratching it. 
I think it's cool, but I I think maybe they set their goal a too high, a little too high. At, at least, I mean, twelve million. That is that is really cool. But to raise just I that don't. Much. Yeah, and maybe, and it's it's possible that thirty two million was you know they may have number crunched and said you know what we need thirty two million to make this make sense. Um, but I don't think so. I think they're still going to do this phone with 12 million because I mean there's 12 million dollars worth of interest there and I think they that they the money. it was my understanding that they literally don't get the money it all goes back do you think like Elon Musk is going to swoop in in his Iron Man suit and drop 20 <laughs> just to well, get a phone no, but they, they, they're not going to get the money but they have I think they, they've gotten at least a good idea of the amount of interest uh, so then they could Little. you know I, out of that 12 million I don't think that 100% would would you know if they if if this ended and they didn't make goal and they said you know what in six months we're going to have this phone I don't think 100 percent of those people are going to buy this phone they're going to say oh shit thank God I, I'm glad that it, <laughs> I'm glad that didn't go through so why don't they just next week when this is over and done with have another one and start that goal at ten million ten million ten yeah. million right and then you have your t- that's what they should I, they wouldn't make it it looks if they cool. did that I don't, think I don't know make it's it. it's a cool idea. I guess. I think it was. I thought it was stupid though to go the Kickstarter route. There's no nowhere near enough groundswell for a yet another phone operating system to get that type of money. No, it's going to dual boot Ubuntu and Android though. No. Yeah. This okay is a this is a computer project. thing, and I I, yeah. I I I'm behind this plan. I think it. I think this is a great concept. Whether they can pull it off, I think you might have an argument there. But conceptually, no, I, I think I this is a bad idea. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm saying that's a dumb way to fund it. There was n- there's just not enough oh, uh, agree with grassroots groundswell to support yet another high. phone. Yeah, they yeah. definitely yeah. set the goal too high. But do you agree with funding phones this way, Nick? I personally do. I, well, I mean, it worked to some extent. For the they, just, yeah. they mistimed it. They could have, you know, maybe adjusted what they were going, going to put together and then set the goal for $10 million and see, see if it would have reset because there was like an immediate day one groundswell of like five six million dollars and then it just teetered off so yeah it's i i like it i i don't think that i could drop seven hundred dollars i certainly couldn't do the 800 something that they were talking about initially i i don't think that i could do that on a phone that's 100 percent purely concept i just like that it has version one of it yeah Four gigs of RAM in a phone and can run a desktop. That's just yeah, cool. and 128 gigs of storage. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it's just awesome hardware. Even if uh, yeah, I don't know. And and Sapphire, like the screen is cool. It looks cool. It's just cool. I don't know. And the operating system, I I still I still like the um, I still like the Ubuntu Phone OS. I think it's a very nice operating system. Kind of looks like um, Windows Phone from the pictures here. It's really, I, it's really unique. I, I need to, you know, maybe at some point um, in the near future, I'll flash the uh, developer build again, the latest version, because um, it's, it's just a very nice, it's a very nice operating system. I stand by my argument from months, you know, I think like from February or so, when I said that it's, it's good and that there is room for a, another competitor if it's a good enough product. Good deal. All right, let's do some app picks and get out of here. Uh, Eric, since you're on Skype, go first. Okay, uh, so my my Android phone tablet app pick is Word Hero, 
Uh, I was going to talk about this a couple weeks ago, but I had to bail the show early. Uh, Word Hero is um, it the the layout of the the layout of these um, game reminds me. I think like a little bit of Boggle, if I, if that's the game I'm thinking of, where you have the like letters all you know in rows, um, and then you have to uh, you have to take your finger and draw out um, as many words as possible in under I think maybe like three minutes or something like that. Um, what's really neat about this is that when it's it's online, so when you first boot it up, and I believe it's free, I I, I I'm pretty sure it's free. So you you boot it up, you create a user ID. Um, there's like a little ad that goes at the bottom, but it's not intrusive. Um, and once you, once you finish your game, um, it automatically tells you, it'll bring you to like a scoreboard of, of all the words you matched, how many points it is. And then like 10 seconds later, it brings you to the leaderboard of you and everybody else in the world that was doing that puzzle and where you ranked. So it, this game is, it is a time suck. You know, my, my wife will sit on the couch uh, at the end of the day and play this for like an hour, an hour and a half. Like it is such a good game. Um, so if you're, if you like things like Scrabble, Boggle, like if you, you know, if this sounds like it's in your wheelhouse, it's, it's a must download. Kind of looks like words up that well, I don't know. That was the first game like this I ever played on the old droid. You like words, words up? up, words up. I just like the name. I don't think I played it. Really? Words with heroes. Words up. They're all the same. I'm sure. It's just a, yeah. So, all right, cool. Cool app pick. Uh, let's see. Seth, you got an app pick for us? I have the, I have the uh, my tracks. Google's own, its own. Well, I, I, the reason I use this is because I was just out uh, fishing in Minnesota, <laughs> and I needed to mark some uh, GPS locations of where I was fishing when I caught a fish, and... I needed to download something quick, and there's some actually some good fishing apps in there that I could recommend too. But this was a fast one where just GPS, straight and simple, market, mark where I was fishing, and uh, put waypoints in. Uh, if, it's good for runners if you need to, if you want to run and figure out where you are on uh, your GPS and find out exactly uh, how long you've ran, how your elevation gain has been, and things like that. And they just they just updated it. They released an update like I don't know a few weeks ago. That made it look a lot better and more functional, so it's a great little app. Is the so the only I I don't I've never used my tracks. I've seen it though. So this is the the basic mm-hmm. purpose of this app is marking GPS locations like waypoints. Is that right? Well, and and just actually following you. So if you're just walking around and following you, then, gotcha. Um, yeah, and so if you're walking around or running or something like that, it actually records the tracks that you're on. Got it. Sorry, so I, I was, I was trying to imagine, so, like, well, why is so that my tracks? That makes sense. Yeah, right. And so, for instance, I was out fishing, right? I could know exactly where I went in the boat um, and follow my exact, you know, again. So, Nick, what do you think? Nick, What's your app pick? App pick, good. Uh, I've got one. Just incidentally, I'm not seeing on air. Yeah, it's not. It's fine. Whatever. Okay. This will be podcast-only so, stuff. Yeah, that's right. Top secret. So my app pick is basically one of the very first apps I got. Well, I'm not sure if it will ever show up here. One of the very first app picks I ever picked out when I got my Nexus 7 last year was an app called Drippler, which uh, sounds kind of dirty, but <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be dirty. But essentially it is a uh, news app, and it bases uh, the news it presents to you uh, depending on, upon what, like, 
Android device you have, or even iOS device. So if you have like an Atrix 2 smartphone or a Nexus 7 tablet, basically it generates news based on what what uh, what you have, and uh, it's pretty topical. Like you know, I got this just after the Nexus 7 came out, and there was tons of news for the Nexus 7, but um, there's also some general news that it produces as well, just on Android 4.3 or whatever OS version you're using, and then just Android in general, and you can basically scroll up through it. But it looks good on a tablet, looks good on a smartphone, and you can basically load up news based on different items. You have news based on your your device or just more general news, so it's very swipe-friendly, too. So, But it's basically a news aggregator for... Android or iOS devices based on exactly what you're using. It's pretty useful. Drip. And it's free on the App Store. Drippler or Dripper? Drippler. Gotcha. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, Shane, give us an app pick. Yeah, so this is an app I picked out or I picked up not that long ago um, after a trip to Texas uh, called Comicsology, which is like the Kindle app for comics. Um, and so I'm not a bit, I actually have never, I don't think I'd ever read a comic before, um, but I got inspired to check one out, um, The Bionic Man by Kevin Smith, and it's pretty cool, the artwork looks great on the Nexus 7, and it kind of pans in and out of different, uh, different places in the cell to kind of guide the action a little bit, um, I thought it was pretty cool, it's a great way to, great, great way to read comics, and, uh, you know, if you're interested in comics already or want to get into it, it's a good place to start. Nice. All right, uh, Steve, you got an app that you've been digging lately? Yeah, I'm going to talk about CyanogenMod accounts. The uh, CyanogenMod's rolling out a new accounts feature where you have to create an account, and basically their big first feature they're rolling out is a device locator. So... Um, Coach got on Google Plus and posted some screen dumps of himself showing latitude and longitude revealed to the browser for all the big location apps. So Lookout, Cerberus, Android Device Manager, and they were exposing your latitude and longitude in the uh, in the source code in, 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 in an unsecure way. So Cyanogen is rolling out a way to do this that uses a uh, a public-private key system, so that you can still locate your device, but only you can locate your device. They can't initiate a locate request server side. Nice. So it's a big security deal that you can dump out your, you can dump your location with any of these big security apps, and they can also initiate a, requ- a find request for you. So even the the Android Device Manager or you know Cerberus, these ones we've all been kind of relying on, that they're not re- relating your location securely. So CM102 and their their whole project they're doing. They're going to roll out an account that does that in a secure way. So that was my app pick, although the app doesn't exactly exist yet. They're getting ready to roll it out, and uh, it's in the new nightly, so I actually am getting ready to. I'm thinking about building it tonight and trying it out tomorrow. That's awesome. That's a good way to know that your app was not ever picked on this show, is to do one that's, like, not out yet. I like that, though. And you said even the Android device manager is doing that? Which kind of goes back to what Eric said is why are people that work at this company like not figuring these things out when these third party developers are? That's so crazy. Yeah, if you're in if you're in Chrome and you do an inspect element on the the map for the device manager or for any of the big 
film locators, you can see your latitude and longitude revealed. As that's, opposed to like a, an API key or something there. That's good to so know. That's not really good news. Wait, but if you go into because the they took away everybody's twenty percent time. <laughs> Eric, yeah, probably. Huh? But on the yeah. web on the website, um, it's all over SSL, and if you're at the computer, you know where the person is. I'm, I'm not sure. Right. I guess. I guess the big deal with it was that Google can initiate a server side request. And so anybody who is on the Google side can can get in there. Oh, so okay. the way Coach was explaining it was that you know they can't really verify that that's you trying to locate your device as opposed to Google or the NSA or whoever trying to locate your device. Oh, I thought with Google, if Google uh, two-factor authentication, you you would not help too because you can't log in as you unless it's you. That would help the but security they, of the account, right? They can, of, yeah. of the account itself. But you're saying that Google can still, even with two factor on, which means the NSA, which means really, you know, anyone can. So So right now if Google got a, a subpoena where they right. had to relay your location based on the device manager, exactly. they'd have to you know, they, they respond to those in a responsible way. The CM one's gonna do it in a way that they don't even have that information on you. I got you. And if you don't have it, you can't give it up. Right. So the scenario is if if friend of the show Richard Hay gets bored at work one day, <laughs> he can he can you know log into his terminal and find out where you are. Locate all of us. As now, if, Eric, as a member of the State Department, you have that power too to log in and look at where, where that's we true. are. Right? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Mm-hmm. Edward Stone was only a contractor. I assume you, as an actual employee, has direct access. I'm a digital janitor. <laughs> the truth comes out. Guys. The janitors. What, Outlook? Guys. Oh, they get yeah. The garbage, Just re- they close Outlook, people. open it back up. Welcome to my world. Dumpster diving. That's cool. <laughs> All right. I have a game. It's called Tetris. Jeremy picked it back in episode 21, but I feel like it's been long enough and it's been updated enough that it's, it's totally different. And I just started playing it. But I'll tell you what, I'm totally hooked on it. It's Tetris on a touchscreen is awesome. I like it. So check it out. Is it just like tap to tap to spin? Yeah, well, or? like it gives you, I don't know, I can try and show you. But it, it gives you like highlights of options of where your block could go and you tap one of those. So it's like a really fast and they move a little faster. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But you can also drag and move them if you don't like where it puts them. Yeah. EA. It's called Tetris. You may, maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. You may be familiar with this game. It's called Tetris. Yeah, and the music the same all, song. The music's redone, and I mean, like, it's so awesome to play on the tablet. I don't know, I'm just saying. I'm on Galaxy. You can play One Touch Marathon Galaxy or Blitz. I'm on the Quadrix Galaxy. Boom. Got it. You got to just see this to like really appreciate. The loading screen. Boom! Look at that. Theater uh, of the mind. Right? If you're listening to this, oh, I guess nobody <laughs> is watching this. That's helpful. But yeah, see, you can just tap where yeah. you want them to go, and yeah. Okay. Anyway, you guys have a couple Ouya app picks, which is awesome. I'm glad we're starting that on the show. Uh, Eric and Nick, your special Ouya app picks. Eric, go first, please, because you're on Skype. Okay. Sure, because I'm on Skype. I don't. Why does that make me a second class? Do you citizen? want this as the background music? 
Uh, you get you get yeah. into all the parties first because of your connection. So it'll do. It'll do is is the is my app pick. And the best way that I can describe this is it's a it's like a hand-drawn cartoony kooky version of The Legend of Zelda. It's a lot of it's it's actually a lot of fun. I I thought it looked stupid honestly when I was going through when I was going through the store. Um but you know this I think this sort of speaks to the benefit of Uya's um you know strategy of saying everything must be free to play uh or a demo at first. So I got it'll do. I played the demo and it it had me chuckling within like a minute because you you wake up, you know, you're on like the shore of this island and rather than having a fairy, you have a it looks it's it's like a fox with fairy wings that like flies and you know gives you commentary. Um, the first the first like uh, creature that you smack and kill uh, drops a heart, and if you go pick it up, your little companion said, "Oh my god, did you just pick up a heart from the ground?" And then you bite into it and you say, "Yeah, and I'm eating it too." Oh, that's gross! Like it's it's just really. It's stupid, sort of silly humor, um, and the gameplay itself is is also a lot of fun. Uh, it it it's also I found out a um, it was on Humble Bundle, so you can get it uh, for Windows, for Mac, and soon to be Linux as well. Uh, and the price point is about the same um, for the PC versions. It's like fifteen dollars for the Ouya version. It was twelve ninety nine. So I just used my $13.37 credit that I got from Ouya to get this for free. And I, th- I think that's a, uh, I think it was a good buy. It's a really fun game. Nice. All yeah. two of our listeners that have Ouya's will really appreciate that app pick. Nick, you also have one? <laughs> yes. Uh, I doubt we do this like every episode considering the prohibitive cost of these Ouya games. Sure. My my app pick is $15, for example. Hmm. But uh, it seems to be an Ouya exclusive, or at least I can't find it on the Google Play Store. But uh, it's uh, called Dub Wars, and it's by a company called Mura, M-U-R-A, all caps. Anyways, um, it's you basically get one trial level with one song, but basically it's like uh, Galaga meets Asteroids meets a whole lot of dubstep. I don't know, but... Uh, you basically. I you like two of those shoot. three things that you've listed there. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't really get to shoot. You get to fly around and try not to get killed. And as That's the music cool. ramps up, your ship automatically shoots. And once things drop, it's just this kaleidoscope of special effects. And you, you have a seizure and die. Nice. <laughs> pretty much. No, it actually so, sounds kind of cool. But yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, you can uh, get into the beta for like fifteen uh, bucks, and supposedly there's going to be like ten or so levels once once it uh, you know goes live. But if you just play it for free, you're just going to get one map and one song. But it's pretty entertaining. You can play it up to generally about five minutes, and it's good to come home, play it briefly, then go on to other things. I hope but, that uh, that one song is a good song. It's it's pretty catchy. It's the only one you, you can play it to death. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So uh, anyways, I recommend it. It's called Dub Wars. If anything, try it out. It won't cost you to try it out. And then if you like the gameplay well enough, um, join the beta. So Nice. All right. I think that's going to do it. I got to get out of here. 
Thank you guys for joining us at taggingtheandroids.com. That's our site. Check it out. Nick Carroll, Seth, Shane. Good to have you guys back. Happy birthday to everybody. Eric. Happy birthday, all you guys. Everybody. All you guys. <laughs> all you guys. Happy birthdays. Eh? That's awesome. Uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, uh, like the show and all that stuff, and join us throughout the week on our Google Plus community where we throw out snarky comments about the latest news stories. It's fun. You should enjoy it. Uh, yeah, keep it right, later, guys. on the feed. Thanks later. for listening. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.